Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show. All all right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for February the 1st in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founders, promoting the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide, our goal, our plan. Let's restore the republic, shall we? We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. All right, we got so much to cover, so little time, it's not even funny. We have James Edwards with us, well-known author and talk show host in his own right. Does a radio program every Saturday night called The Political Cesspool, thepoliticalcesspool.org. And then you can listen to that show anytime live on Saturday evenings, but anytime you like at thepoliticalcesspool.org. He also joins us every other Wednesday, first and third Wednesdays of the month for award-winning talk radio. Welcome, James. Sam, it's great to be back. Happy February, Groundhog's Day tomorrow. What do you think? I think uh, winter is uh, freezing cold. It's 11 degrees <laughs> outside where I'm at. So, uh, And I think storms are all over the country. Uh, we got as far a bad as I can here. tell, there's, there's storms literally going from, what, West Texas all the way to Virginia. Uh, so it's pretty rough out there if we want if we're thinking Groundhog Day springs are coming, it ain't a coming yet, buddy. That's what I think. I got a veritable ice hockey rink. I've never seen it like this. Uh, now uh, we live in the mid south. We get a we get a, a snow that sticks once or twice a year. Uh, but ice storms, you know, those happen a couple three times every five year period. We got a doozy right now. I've got about at least an inch of ice on my driveway and on my street. I mean, it's uh, it's the real deal. It's legit right now. <laughs> this is Southerners aren't used to this. You guys will survive it, but what you probably won't survive is Joe Biden's continual lies. And here's the deal. They attacked Trump saying he was just a pathological liar. But you know what? Their guy is the big pathical, pathological liar. Projection is the word that used to describe whatever their guys are doing, they blame the other guys are doing. But Joe Biden continues to tell his Amtrak big lie. Here it is. Going home as a United States, uh, as vice president, one of the conductors said to me, hey, Joe, big deal million whatever 200 you said you've you've traveled over a million miles on amtrak how the hell do you know that and they added it up but there but folks look i made a thousand trips through this tunnel all right you you know what amtrak and everybody else says it's a flat-out lie here's the problem he keeps telling the story like he is stuck on yesteryear like he's got alzheimer's or something now more and more doctors are coming out and saying listen we have got to get a mental evaluation on joe Uh, look now a lot of people want to believe this is right left politicking this is republican democrat you know uh, unfair drive-by assaults no this is national security stuff though if he really thinks he traveled a million miles on amtrak when amtrak says it isn't true we never totaled it up we never said this to the donald or to to joe It, it just isn't even factual look a million miles on amtrak it isn't so, James, but this is, in my opinion, not about Amtrak. 
it's about not knowing the truth as much as not telling the truth. You can't have that in the world's commander-in-chief. Now, I'm not saying we control the world. I'm just saying we control the top military in the world. We're the United States, the free world leader's commander-in-chief. Either he doesn't know that he didn't travel a million miles and he really thinks he did, or he knows he's lying because it didn't happen, James. Uh, this is actually an important point. Obviously, most politicians know that they're lying. I guess it is a little bit more disconcerting uh, when you have one like this who doesn't know that he is. And I think that that's clear. I mean, uh, the obvious cognitive decline of Joe Biden was so apparent going back to 2019 and 2020 during his campaign against Donald Trump. I mean, it was just an ongoing I don't want to say joke because on some levels, as evil and as corrupt as he is, there is some level of one's humanity that says, you know, this guy should be in a nursing home and they're propping him up as a president. And I don't know what he knows and what he believes and what he thinks, but it's gotten a lot worse than that. I mean, you know, the, the Biden's gaffes have just become co commonplace. Things like this were just wildly outlandish. Couldn't be true, and he probably doesn't know that it that it isn't or what he even said. But it's even advanced beyond that within the Democratic Party. Th their new slogan should be "Vote Blue, no matter who," because as bad as Biden was, he makes uh, excuse me, uh, Fetterman up in Pennsylvania makes Biden look like you know a Mensa guy. It looks like he's got it all together and uh, is is ironclad in his mental faculties. I mean, they they are literally now electing people who have very, very serious disabilities. Fetterman, you know, suffered some strokes, and he is obviously, I don't want to be crude, but I don't know what other word you would say, but mildly retarded and, um, you know, can barely speak. And he's a United States senator now, a United States senator, Sam. This is where we're at in America. It just doesn't matter. Anything goes now. And that's the problem we face. Meanwhile, Carrie Lake, our dear friend in Arizona, as far as I can tell, literally has now uh, revealed election fraud. Illegally counted ballots, she has demonstrated now. But now Dems demand felony charge for her because she dared to tweet out some names of some fraudulent uh, ballots, she says. They say legally she's not allowed to tweet out those names. Uh, that's a felony offense. So while Carrie Lake reveals illegally counted ballots, now they got a felony charge out for her. The battle's on, James. Yeah, it's gotten to the point now where it's pretty much, what are you going to do about it? The system is so criminally corrupt and so controlled uh, that they can literally get away with anything. And, and it's a good question. What are the people going to do about it? What can they do about it? Even if they go <laughs> to something like January 6th and get oh so mildly, I don't even want to say out of control because so many of them were just following the herd and were being waved in by Capitol Police. Oh, guess what? You come in at our invitation, you're going to jail, you're going to lose your job, all of that. You know, they're paying these, uh, you know, lifetime punishments 
for doing something that wasn't even a fraction as severe or serious as your garden variety Black Lives Matter or Antifa riot. And so I don't know, Sam. I mean, I know I, I, I do know this. I don't think it's over for our people. There are a lot of reasons to be hopeful. Uh, the base is moving in our direction, but you're going to have to have a leader that will step into the moment and, and, and embrace and harness that energy because I, I think right now uh, you will probably disagree with this. The chance it is so controlled and so criminally corrupt, the chance of w- reviving this thing through the existence existing system is unimaginable. It's unimaginable that it could possibly be done because you're going back yeah, to what's so, happening with Kerry Lake and Trump. I mean, they, they, they're getting away with outright. No question. Criminal behavior. Yeah, and there's nothing anybody can do about with it. You. I completely agree with you, James. The difference is our view on the future, right? So I agree 100% that, look, we're not going to save America as it currently is constituted. constituted. We're not going to save Washington. The reason we hold on to the Constitution as the solution is because the Constitution can scale. So you can have constitutional communities and counties. You can have constitutional states. And the Constitution is the proper role of limited government. There's no other system on the planet that's been tried and true for over a couple of hundred years that worked. The only time it doesn't work is when we abuse it, ignore it, deny it, uh, turn our back on it, betray it, whatever you want to say. So we don't hold out that when I say this nation shall endure, that it's going to exist in its current form. It's not. But I know this, there will be a contingent of God-fearing, liberty-loving people when Christ comes. And the Constitution is the framework to help those people thrive until he does, survive until he does. And so you and I agree that the the current country's Constitution is not going to remain intact. It is not possible. What is possible, though, is to use that same framework to prepare a people. And to create checks and balances at whatever level government will stand based on the community surrounding it, that is the key to the exercise. You mentioned we need some good leaders. We do, but we need good followers, though. We need good people. Look, Republicans say, listen, we're going to demand spending cuts before we raise the debt ceiling. They're not even telling you they won't raise the debt ceiling. They will. They're just telling you how much they want to extract before they do. So then the Democrats say, well, what do you want to extract? House Speaker whacked out Kevin McCarthy, says, oh, cuts to Medicaid, Medicare, and Social Security are off the table in our ongoing negotiations with Democratic leadership. So Kevin has already caved. He said, yes, we'll raise the debt ceiling. What can we get? They say, what do you want? He says, well, certainly not Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, that kind of stuff. It's off the table. Now they mock him and say, well, what do you want then? What do you want, Kevin? Uh, and he says, well, you know, we're not really going to tell you. We're going to have to discuss that behind closed doors. Okay, this isn't a guy that's going to make major cuts of any kind. This isn't a guy that's going to stop the debt ceiling from raising. I've laid out a solid plan. Here's what you say if you're Kevin. Yes, sir, we're going to shut down government. Count on it. Why? Because 80 to 90% of your government is flat out unconstitutional. That's why. I've been put in place to uphold the supreme law of the land, and I'm going to shut down everything that's not constitutional. Then what I'm going to do is in the House, we're going to pass single-page, single-issue, clear bills to fund the legitimate constitutional parts of government. We're going to do that, and we're going to do it fast so that the real legitimate portions of government are shut down not very long if y'all stand with the Constitution. We'll see how many of you have the guts to stand with liberty once and for all. 
that should be what Kevin's saying, but no, he's hanging out with Joaquin Jeffries, and now he's meeting with Joe and Joaquin. You think it's going to go well? Small Business Tech Guys has a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I just got an email from Newt Gingrich. Of course, it's a blast email to everybody, but he says, hey, three words to solutions. Kevin McCarthy, speaker. Shame on you, Newt. You failed, and now you want your next guy to fail. That's what you're all headed for unless you have the guts to deliver like I'm talking about, James. Yes, and uh, speaking of the swamp, another uh, swampette. Uh, appears i just got this email again these these blast emails I, I don't know i guess because i donated to trump i don't even i didn't even donate to trump i bought a yard sign when he first announced i bought a yard sign and so every do you think republic that we sue these people for the can spam act <laughs> for uh, emailing us illegally man oh man ever since i bought one yard sign you want to know what though just so you can't just so you know you can't they've eked out a special privilege for themselves did you know that Every single Republican who's ever lived sends me fundraising stuff now, and I just got one from the most odious Nikki Haley, or Nikata Nimrata, whatever her real name is. She's going to be announcing her presidential run on February the 15th, so she'll be the second announced Republican running for uh, the primary to go up against. But I think you and I have about as much chance as uh, Nikki does <laughs> with that one, but uh, anyway, what are you going to do? I think that Trump will have a heyday with Nikki anyway. 
Uh, he's actually been back out on the road for what it's worth. I mean, it just seems as though it's also stale now. Um, it just, it's just impossible to go back. When something comes back again, they say it comes back as a farce, uh, something like this. It was so different in 15 and 16. It just seems like we've seen the... You know, the sequel's never as good as the original, but I, I don't know. I guess this would be the third installment if you count his re-election bid as a, as a sequel. But, uh, you know, I want to go back to one thing you said in the last segment, Sam, though, about how it's just going to be nigh impossible short of divine intervention. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't know if it's meant to happen. If it is, God will do it. But uh, other than that, if it's left to our, our own devices, <laughs> these uh, consumer-driven, vapid, ignorant American public, if it's left to them, just no way to reform uh, this uh, country through the existing system, and that would mean the electoral process, uh, to go back to something that looks like a place that the founding fathers would have envisioned or something that's Christ-centered. I just don't think it's going to happen. But that doesn't mean that it's over for our people because, as you said, our nation will endure. And, and people need to remember this because as, as much as I, I don't believe we're going to vote our way out of this mess, that doesn't mean that it's all over for us. Uh, things happen. Things change. Empires, and that's what America has become, that they rise and fall. But we got to remember our nation can endure even if – the country doesn't, and there's a difference between, of course, nation and country. A country is a geographical And, and hold on, that is the quintessential point, James. That is the point, and that's why I say, I don't know that you and I are at opposite sides on this as much as you may think. Well, I mean, as far as... Let's just educate. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're not. Uh, I guess apparently we are not. But I, I'm just saying the whole thing with don't be discouraged, ladies and gentlemen, if this this country, this geographical or geopolitical plot of land that we call the, the United States doesn't endure, that this criminally corrupt government James, doesn't endure. when it endure. started out, it was 13 colonies. It wasn't the whole country in the first place. Right. Yeah, that's absolutely well, and then so, we fought a war over that, and and then it right. became a global empire. But but the nation is different than the country. The nation, as biblically is defined, is a is a group of people. A nation is a people. A country can be a government. It can be borders on a, on a map. A nation is a group of people who either obey God or deny God. And if they obey God, they get blessings. And if they deny God, they get the lack of blessings or cursings, if you will. Uh, they they turn their so. This is the quintessential point, and that's why the Constitution can be used even if we do it in our own just single county, James. That's exactly right. And in, in America very well may be, may become balkanized. We are so out of control at a, 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 a system. May very level. well. It will for sure. And that's we the see thing. It our, every day. Nothing our is nation. stopping it or putting it in check. Nothing. No, and our nation can't endure even if our country does not. That, that, that's something that people need to, to know and can realize and can differentiate between. And I had a former assistant secretary of the Treasury under Ronald Reagan, uh, our good friend Paul Craig Roberts. He was the uh, former associate editor of the Wall Street Journal, served uh, at a university, uh, six different universities, I mean, big-time universities, Stanford, Georgetown. You know, a guy that is with us all the way on these issues and, we were talking last week about the situation, this escalating situation in, in, in Russia. Why? And he explains why this is happening, too. People say, why is America so interested in what goes on? Or, you know, who controls Kiev? It just it has it, it doesn't. It, it, but he explains it. And uh, that America, the, the American leadership is so out of control, so owned and operated by the the lobbies that are pushing for this war for their own selfish no profits. Question. 
that that, that they, they literally could get us into a nuclear war. And if that happens, then, you know, again, they, they it may will. take something terrible like that for us to have a chance. James, and they will. Something. It's not they could. Eventually, they will. That is their agenda. That is their plan. If you read Joel Skousen and others, it's, it's a matter of when, not if. Okay, things are going to change in this country radically. Write it down and remember it. Let me give you a comparison. I support the biblical Israel. I do not support the deep state Israel. There's a big difference, James. And the same is true with America. I support America. I don't support the criminal cabals in Washington. Never have, never will. The two aren't the same. I believe in George Washington's vision that a righteous people uh, receive the Savior Jesus Christ when he comes. And that's why I say this nation shall endure. I don't believe in the criminal activities going on, say, in Illinois, where they want to take your guns. Those people are criminals. The sooner they fall, the better. So let's be very clear about what we're saying. We're not saying that America is going to stay in its criminal criminal state and endure that way. That isn't true. That's a lie. And we're also not saying that America can stand when she disobeys God. She cannot stand and she will not stand. But we can say that America are those who are pure in heart and who follow Christ and who understand God, family, and country, and who will stand up for those principles. The flag to me means those things. Uh, and I, I, I know you have an issue with the flag because of the betrayal of it. I don't disagree. So we need to understand what we're talking about. Let me give you an example. Florida now, they say, is going to become the 26th state to have constitutional carry. That's a start, James. There's a lot of good things going on. I mean, it's just the problem is there's a lot of good things. There are a lot of positive undercurrents going on, and you just named another one, and I saw that, and that was just announced, I think, you know, just a day or two ago. That's good news. There's a lot of good news like that on the periphery, uh, but unfortunately you've got this bloated mass, this cancerous, malignant mass at the head table, sitting in the in, in, at, at the head of the table in all of our various institutions, whether it be government, academia, media, uh, even the churches now. Uh, it, it, so that but part of it is bad. But there's not, enough if all people. those institutions fall, James. And they can, they can and they will. They can yes, and they, they will. Can, I, mean, they will. I, I never think when they do, it'll be a great day, sir, because they're unconstitutional and they're criminal. That's okay for me. I'm praying for it. <laughs> praying for it. Okay, uh, and, and these organizations that teach transgender euphoria, I hope they fall. They're satanic, sir. We can't embrace, support, endorse any of those things. Never have, never will. That's separate from America, from we the people, from the righteous followers of Christ that will be rewarded for their sacrifice and will be blessed for their for their integrity and their willingness you know what? We can be the chosen people to defend our God, to stand for liberty. And a growing number of doctors feel the same way. They say they will neither get nor give COVID-19 booster shots anymore. All right. The CDC now acknowledges overcounting COVID-19 hospitalizations and deaths. They blatantly admit to it now. Whereas before we said the numbers were bogus and they literally mocked us. and laughed. Now they're admitting we're absolutely right. Think about that. And now you've got this Pfizer exec on hidden camera. We're exploring mutating COVID ourselves in an effort to create more vaccines. It'll be a cash cow for us. Now, do you realize this is James O'Keefe's Project Veritas's biggest video ever to be released, James? No, I did not. 
He's never had such coverage. And now the mainstream press is ignoring it. And the big tech folks are trying to shut it down. I kid you not. Yeah, big tech goes full big brother. The very explosive video exposing Pfizer is important. They say that we remove this video because it's putting false narratives out there, the government and your big tech says. Project Veritas exposed this Pfizer exec, Jordan Walker. He basically said, hey, we're creating mutated vaccines. It's going to be a cash cow force. It's going to be incredible. We don't say that publicly, but that's the story. Now, listen, do you know how they caught Walker? You think, why would Walker just speak so plainly? Why would he tell the tale like that? Why would he be so open? Do you want me to tell you how and why? I can't wait. I'll do it. I'll do it on your radio. Listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. NFL quarterback Tom Brady makes it official again. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. Brady made the announcement Wednesday morning on social media. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so. Uh, really, thank you guys so much to every single one of you. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Republicans in the House of Representatives on Tuesday passed a series of bills related to the COVID-19 pandemic and vaccines. The first bill would officially declare an end to the public health emergency of the COVID-19 pandemic. The second bill would end the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers at institutions that receive federal funding. The Freedom for Healthcare Workers Act bill passed 227 to 203 with seven Democrats jumping on board. Representative Steve Scalise, the Republican from Louisiana. And while they started applauding him, ultimately, they said that they would have to be fired if they didn't get the COVID vaccine. And thousands of healthcare workers were forced to lose their jobs. France's special forces captured a boatload of Iranian-supplied weapons and ammunition bound for militants in Yemen as part of an effort to contain Tehran. A French warship last month stopped a suspected smuggling ship off the Yemeni coast, where the French team discovered more than 3,000 assault rifles, a half million rounds of ammunition, and 20 anti-tank guided missiles. Our galaxy's neighbor, the Andromeda Galaxy, contains a black hole, which is traveling towards Earth at 110 kilometers per second. A supermassive black hole, which stars orbit around to maintain formation, will pose a threat to Earth in about 4 billion years. Lance Pry, USA News. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. Let's make sure your current payroll provider isn't overcharging you, shall we? First, go to your payroll provider's website to see what you're currently paying. Oh, what's that? You can't clearly see your pricing because your vendor is running a temporary sale or making you call for a free quote? (laughs) That's unfortunate. If you go to PatriotSoftware.com, you will instantly see our payroll pricing for companies with 1 to 100 employees. 
Well, there you go. At least now you know what you should be paying for payroll. Go to PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. James Edwards, Sam Bushman, live on your radio. We're talking about this Veritas, Project Veritas video that came out. Literally, Jordan Tristan Walker says, hey, we're mutating vaccines so we can create, or mutating the virus, the COVID, so we can create vaccines. It's going to be a cash cow. It's going to be incredible. He was laughing, having a wonderful time. And you say, wait a minute, how would a Project Veritas guy be able to get this guy to talk so freely on camera? You don't know how they do this, do you, James? No, uh, I have I seen a lot either. of their videos. Tell me how. Yeah, I did not either until I read the behind-the-scenes uh, article on one of them. Now listen to this. Turns out that the Project Veritas guy set up a deal with Walker. Here's what it was. Walker thought he was on a homosexual date with the man who turned out to be a Project Veritas journalist. And uh, so he was thinking that we're on this date. I want to make sure that, you know, this guy likes me or whatever. Whacked out Walker's thinking. And Jordan Walker basically was trying to woo a date. They were on a date together at dinner or at, you know, a restaurant or whatever. And so he's spilling the beans because he's really trying to get really close to this guy he's on a date with. Thinking, all right, I'm going to score. Or whatever the case may be, I don't want to get too detailed on the radio. But and so that what happened is he came clean with stuff, thinking that it would help his chances. He got <laughs> burned. There you go. So then later, uh, O'Keefe came in to confront him about the video because uh, he wanted to try to back away and say it wasn't true. Uh, and the guy assaulted O'Keefe literally directly. In your face. They had to call the cops and everything. Long story short, this is the biggest truthful video. And the guy got snookered because he was on a homosexual date. No wonder he spilled the beans. James? Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Is there any legal ramification? I guess not. I mean, just because you aren't being very honest with a guy like that, I, I, I obviously if there was anything to be concerned about, they wouldn't have done it. But yeah, however you could extract the truth, uh, I'm all for it if it serves the greater good. If people are engaged in malfeasance like that, I don't I think you see this is a problem that a lot of conservatives have. We have to always be up front. We have to be always so revealing and uh, exceedingly honest. I'm no, not we saying don't. be dishonest. Hey, man, but, God but, told the prophet to say his wife was his sister. Come on now. See, that, that's what I'm talking about. You have to, you, you can't go in <laughs> and deal with these people with a hand tied behind your back. So if you have to come in under false pretenses to, to get information like this out, I, I've got no moral qualms about now, that. Now, i got a big challenge for these folks over at uh, the big pharma companies. You ready? If it's not true, if Jordan talked out a turn, let's transparently put all the documentation on the table. Let's go ahead and transparently and accountability. Let's do it before the American people on national TV. You want the greatest reality TV show you've ever seen? Let's go ahead and prove Jordan, whatever his name is, Jordan Tristan Walker. Let's prove him as a liar. If it's not true, let's prove him as a liar and have criminal prosecution for Jordan. 
for literally talking out of turn about his employer and lying. On the other hand, if it's true, oh, there you go, right? But he thought he was on a homosexual date. That's how that all unfolded, just so y'all But, you know, even know if it's true, it they're not even going to look into it. I, I, the not. powers that be are not even going to look. So he, he, yeah. Wait, he Kevin had should. That, all Wait a minute, where's Kevin? Kevin and Donald could get together and look through this tomorrow, James. Donald could yeah, fund but, it. Yeah. Kevin could See, mandate it. Come on. That That's the thing. I, I mentioned we... Yeah, sure they could. The Republican, well, they said, you know, we're, oh, we're not going to go down that road with regards to impeaching Biden. You know, see, again, I'm not saying they're oh so good. They're criminally corrupt, too. But they're playing as if they are. Uh, and it, it, it's one reason conservatives always lose. Talked to Paul Craig Roberts last week. He tells you why we have this foreign policy that we do, who's funding it, how it happens, and why there's no diversity of opinion on the matter. Talked to Steve King several times in the last couple of months. He tells you exactly what happens. He had a great quote, Sam. He tells you exactly what happens if you're an idealistic, newly elected representative in Congress, House of Representatives or the Senate. You go in there. And exactly how it happens, how all of these people get turned. I mean, he laid it out, and it's just so simple. There's no conspiracy. It's just so simple. But he said, people don't go and change Washington. Washington changes the people, and, except for people like him, and that's why he's no longer there, <laughs> because they finally got rid of well, him. And, but- that, and that is the story, and he stands tall for telling us all how it goes down uh, and how it's real. Uh, but think about that, folks. Uh, we're in an epic battle. And we're telling the truth, folks. Now, the U.S. House of Representatives, I guess they're debating this right now, James, which I think is a waste of time. They're having a debate about and a vote on this Joint Resolution 7, they say, which would terminate the COVID state of national emergency declared by President Trump on March 13th, 2020. Joe Biden says he'll end the COVID-19 emergencies act or whatever you want to say on May 11th. So I don't know why um, in February we're working on this when Joe's going to get rid of it in May or whatever else. But here's the problem with the whole discussion. Uh, Number one, it was Donald Trump that put this state of emergency in place in the first place. Wrongfully so, James. Yeah, people forget that. Uh, That's absolutely right. People forget that. And then he ran about being, you know, the one that was going to open everything up. He was the one who did it. And uh, I don't again, he I think he probably got cowed and steamrolled. He 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 didn't open everything up. We're still suffering from his. No, well, emergency. I know that, but he was the one who was acting like he was fighting to open everything up, even though he was the one who who, who shut it all down. Now, a lot of the states were able to to do it, and I guess he gave the states the leeway uh, to to do that to an extent. But yeah, so I I had read that Biden supposed supposedly, or whoever's handling Biden, I, I can't remember who the chief of staff is. That's uh, he just got a new chief of staff. That's really the president. You know, acting on, not on his own behalf either, but at the behalf of the people who were pulling the strings. At any rate, uh, Biden is supposedly going to just drop everything as it would have been in like 2019 before all this happened, supposedly in March. I guess we'll see. But I mean, you know, as far as it goes, anything goes. In well, here's right my response, anyway. though. And this is why I say that McCarthy and Kerr are liars and so is everybody else. The president doesn't have the right to keep an emergency rule in place. The president doesn't have the authority to just dismantle it or drop it. The laws of this country are in the hands of the legislative body. That is the House and Senate, not the executive branch, ladies and gentlemen. So if you understand the Constitution and the checks and balances, look, 
No offense, but Joe has no authority whatsoever. In fact, there's no such thing as emergency powers in the Constitution as they're described or used in any way. So all Kevin has to say is, listen to me, people. We are going to abolish this emergency baloney now. There's no constitutional provision for it. If the president acts under that authority, we're going to call for his arrest and impeachment immediately. We're not going to fund anything relating to some pretend emergency. We hold the purse strings, and that's all there is to it. But see, what Kevin's going to do is go, let's debate this. Let's talk about this. Let's have media ops. Uh, Joe's going to get rid of it in March or April. We promise. But it all started unconstitutionally with Donald. And now Kevin doesn't have the guts to separate powers and stand for honor at all. James? No, and then again... Where am I wrong on this? You're not wrong on any of it. I mean, Kevin McCarthy is... is he really is an embodiment of everything that the Republican base stands against. And the Republican base is moving. They are moving really rapidly in our direction over the course of the last six, seven years. I mean, it's just poll after poll, data-driven analysis after data-driven analysis flesh this out. However, still, though, and these people will eventually die off and retire at the at the Republican National Committee level, and certainly at the level of uh, that Kevin McCarthy is operating on, you've still got the Mitch McConnell type, this old school uh, li- liberal Republican leadership. Uh, deep state. It's beginning Republican, to change. Yeah. yeah, deep state. That you can call it that too. That that's fair and that's true. Uh, but the Shadow base is moving. You I'll keep going. Still you got know. people like this though that are that are up there. But um, but you know that 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 can change. Uh, and, and again, that will change uh, one way or another, whether it's through nuclear war or, or something else. It'll probably be extra political. But uh, these people, no empire stands the test of time. There's not been one. There's not been one that's gotten this bloated and this corrupt that has endured. They always fall. And America's going to be no exception. All right. Amen to that reality check. And uh, our prayers are that we prepare people that understand the supreme law of the land and insist on it so that we can preserve the nation till the Lord comes. I'm going to give James three stories. We're going to skip the next break, by the way. And I'm going to give James three stories. I'm just going to give him the teaser headline, and I want to see which one he wants to cover. How do you like that, James? I like this. I like this. Little, uh, All right. Let's make a deal. It's like a game show. Election under investigation after double votes counted. That's one of them. The second one is U.S. corn farmers sound alarm. The third one is black Americans are much more likely to get audited by the IRS. Uh, <laughs> boy, when you uh, big Jim Folsom, who was a former governor of Alabama, uh, had a great line one uh, one time. Uh, he said, if you bait the trap like that, you're going to catch big Jim every time. Well, you <laughs> you put a honey bun in that trap. I've got to go with the last one. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. I kid you not. This is New York Times right now. I watch the enemy, folks, is what I do. That's why I quote from these guys, because it's so comical to dig into what they think is vital. They think they're making a a very good point to protect black people right now, you see. But the headline says black Americans are much more likely to face tax audits. A tax audit study finds, study by, or uh, the articles by Jim Tangersley, I think is how you say his name from the New York Times, uh, James, what do you think of this, though? They did a study, and they're like, blacks are getting abused by the IRS now. Who are the racists well, now, mainstream press? 
it's hard to believe, but let's just, for argument's sake, say that it's true. Why, why would it be true uh, if it is? And I would have to hazard a guess in it being that you, you do have, it's just a fact, you, you, you got a lot of uh, people in the, in, the, in the black percentage of the population that are on government subsidies, and I mean, you know, more so than the rest of us, and I, I'm talking about, I mean, we all, uh, I, I guess, are to, to some extent, we get tax refunds, we get all this stuff, but... Um, you know, in terms of just flat-out assistance with their rent, assistance with childcare, assistance with groceries. They used to call it food stamps. I think they call it SNAP now. You know, all of these things that lower-income people get, uh, you are going to have a, a pretty significant percentage of that portion of the population that are on those things. So if you are claiming those, of course, you have to – be under a certain threshold of income. So if they are getting audited, I would say more than them being targeted because they're black, which is obviously not the reason why it would be happening. It would have to be happening because they are taking this government assistance, that, that kind of government assistance, and the government is trying to make sure that they aren't you know, bringing in an income that would uh, disqualify them for that and also you know, dipping in both pills, I guess you could say. That, that would be my Yeah, idea. there you have it. There you have Thinking. it. Mainstream Press, New York Times says this, though. A new report documents systemic discrimination in how the IRS selects people for audit. They say with implications on the funding for the IRS. Now, don't you know that black taxpayers, James... So you're not a, just a taxpayer, you're a black one, okay? They say Washington, <laughs> uh, and I find this fascinating. I didn't know that there was black and white taxpayers in, in, in my mind. I, I don't understand why we even want to distinguish that. Because in my mind, uh, you know, this shouldn't even be a discussion. But they say this, black taxpayers are at least three times as likely to be audited by the IRS than other taxpayers. So you're either a black taxpayer or another taxpayer, James, but three times as likely to be audited? I find that interesting. Now, what are they saying? It's because of systemic racism? These racist IRS auditors are going after blacks? I mean, that's just... Uh... Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean... And I say it's absolutely, completely bogus. Now, is it true that it's happening? Yes, it is. Is it true that everybody's just a racist running around and going, hey, man, there's a black taxpayer? Now, here's a question. How does the IRS know that somebody's a black taxpayer? Well, I mean, I think on your James taxes, Edwards, you to... is that a black dude or a white dude over there? Sam well, they could tell dude, on, dude, on, you know? on your on your tax returns. They ask for your race. I don't guess you have to answer. Oh, whoa, it, but if you do, hold that's on. They, they ask for your race. Why? Yeah, race is a social construct. They they tell us. Uh, yeah, I don't know how many sensible people actually believe that there are certain differences between different groups of humanity. But in any event, they tell us it's a social construct. If it's a social construct, why? What, what's the significance of it? That if we're all just one uh, human, uh, we all bleed red, et cetera, et cetera. Why? Why do they need to? <laughs> no, you a, ready? Uh, now here's what they say. They say that the people don't know what race they are. You want to know what it is? 
It's biased computer programmers programmed racism into the auditing computers. So what we need is more funding so we can get racism out of the computers, James. Well, let me tell you. Let me let, let me tell you. So this whole thing, systemic racism means that black welfare recipients are, are getting audited. I mean, that's what they're saying here, because I believe that's who it is. I don't think it's your average uh, working class, blue collar, middle class, you know, black worker who's paying his taxes and doing everything right. I don't think those are the ones that are getting. Uh, disproportionately targeted. It's got to be people that are taking these things. The government's making sure that they're they're taking them under the confines of the law, which you know, welfare. I got a problem with out of hand. But 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 th- 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 so this is systemic racism. You know, the, the situation in Memphis where everybody knows Tyree Nichols. You had five black cops who beat to death a a, a black man. Uh, that was white supremacy. And and, and I, I'm seeing now here in the Boston Globe um, that Ron DeSantis. It has been described as a fascist and a white supremacist, and they even added that he was white supremacy's helicopter parent. Now, what that means, if the reference is to uh, Augusto Pinochet, uh, who was an authoritarian uh, ruler down in South America, and uh, enemies, uh, his enemies, they, he would take them on helicopter rides, or his his uh, you know agents would take people on a helicopter ride. And that means you know you get up in a helicopter, you fly over the jungle, and you get thrown out. Uh, but so they're saying Ron DeSantis is like that. So you know that that that's how far it's 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 gotten. Everything and it really is losing its sting. Everything is systemic racism now. Five cop, black cops beating a black suspect is is white supremacy. Um, if a black welfare recipient gets audited, it's white supremacy. Ron DeSantis is a white supremacist murderer. Uh, it's just, it's, it's so out of, you know, I wrote a book about it in 2010. It has gone so far beyond what it was then, which was already beyond remarkable. It, it has to, surely people are, 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 are getting numb to this. I, I mean, I know that they are. Uh, and at, at some point, it's, they're not going to be able to hold the populist conservative folks at bay with these career-killing words. I'm super redneck, just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, but they claim these computers are at fault, the computers are racist, and that's the problem. It's not the people, it's not. It's these computers are created and they're racist computers, <laughs> well, don't you know? And so here's my idea, James. Where's Kevin McCarthy? Instead of hanging out with Joaquin Jeffries, uh, Elon Musk, uh, Joe Biden, uh, Mitch McConnell, all these, you know, whatever. Why doesn't Mitch or why doesn't Kevin McCarthy say, hey, you know what? I agree. The IRS is a racist organization that's beyond repair, beyond recovery. It's a criminal organization without any constitutional provisions supporting it whatsoever because it's racist. We're shutting it down now. We are defunding all 100 percent of the IRS immediately. Uh, that's ex- well, see, and this is what yeah. the Republicans Why, run where on is now. Kevin, this is what I mean. If they're going to do real, honest Republican, we're going to get it done. Follow us. We're going to save you. We're going to. Why don't they start there? If it's a racist well, organization, if it's unconstitutional, shut it down. All the Marjorie, black should be rewarding your efforts. And here's the thing. Oh, I, I got an answer for that. And then I want to circle back to one thing that I think it, it would, would make for an interesting uh, bit of conversation. It's called messaging bills. I think Marjorie Taylor Greene did propose something like that uh, the first week after they finally elected McCarthy, and it didn't go anywhere. It can't go anywhere because the Republicans only control the lower chamber. They only control the Doesn't House. Doesn't matter. Any, they control the purse strings. We'll just defund well, it all. They could do, okay, they could do some things like that, but in, in terms of passing actual legislation and law, 
uh, they're not going to do that because it's going to get spiked in the Senate. But so, but they and they are proposing these really good bills. I mean, some of them are actually quite good. But yeah, they they're they doing are, they it they knowing and that's exactly right. And see, that's the thing. But that's back why I'm in 2016. Just say we don't back care at, what you think, Senate. We don't care if you pass it. We're not funding it. Done. Okay, that, that's what they could and should do. But with regards to but legislation, they, they know it's not going to pass. So they can send these messaging bills up to their base, knowing that the Demo- they can count on their Democratic buddies to spike it in the Senate. But here's the thing. The Republicans did have absolute power in 2016, right after Trump was elected. They had the, the House of Representatives, they had the Senate, and they had the White House, and they did nothing. They didn't even try to do anything. All of these bills that they're doing now, knowing that they can't go anywhere, you know that that they can be cavalier uh, because they know they're not going to get called on it, and it's not going to be on them. They are uh, me, buddy. W- when they when they had, when they had we'll the opportunity to actually do these time, things, and I'm going to provide a solution too. They went straight into the uh, Paul Ryan neocon rhino type of stuff. That's the kind of stuff they worked on for the two years until the Democrats took back control in in, in, in 2018. But now there I, I, I got. I just point. find I got, this interesting, though. Think about that, though. Why not just shut down the IRS? It's unconstitutional. It's racist. Uh, it abuses the citizens. The Republicans under the Newt Gingrich days literally but had he, on TV people covering their faces and talking in weird voices about their abuses of the IRS and all this stuff, right? Why not just shut it down once and for all? Here it is. Just kill that cash cow for government raping the family and of their wallets. Have, Kevin, get it done, buddy. Why have such a complicated, completely a tax code that's completely you, you can't navigate it uh if 10 percent is enough for god it's got to be enough for mitch mcconnell and joe biden a 10 percent flat tax across the board regardless of your level of income you pay 10 percent you know and you don't and even that may be too much then you're giving up you know you give 10 percent to god you can live off 80 percent, no doubt about it but but here's but, i mean we're paying more than that now but all of them here's the thing it's not just that they're taking too much money and the IRS is out of control and criminally corrupt, just like all the other agencies and branches of government. The money that they do get, they completely, complete. I don't want to say waste. I mean, they're doing it for the reasons that they want to do it. But none of it benefits us. How's it benefiting me to give a hundred, uh, what a hundred billion, hundred billion, ten, uh, however many tens of billions, a trillion, hundred billion dollars, I think, to to. Um, the puppet Zelensky and, and, and the puppet government in Ukraine. How, how's that benefiting the American taxpayer to $100 billion? We talked about that with Paul Craig Roberts, who was, again, the assistant secretary of the Treasury. He's got a Ph.D. in economics, talking a lot about the, the financing of this whole thing. Uh, but all of it, welfare, I mean, you name it, all the ways that our money is misallocated, our tax money. Yeah, I mean, 10% flat tax, that would just make too much uh, sense, though, I guess. But you, you said something about uh, the machines. You remember <laughs> Sam and I... The machines are racist. The computers are racist. Um, Darn right, man. The, you remember that great conversation we had? We were coming back from a friend's baptism in uh, yeah. In, uh, uh, and you Missouri. said that the that the computers robots were going to take over. Yeah. Well, at that point, I was worried about it. I was thinking of like a Terminator Two type of thing. But now I can't wait for it. I, 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 I t- told you, yeah, it's comical, been, dude. 
There's been so many articles. Now we know what racist means. If if, if you get caught, it, it's gone so far now, beyond listen, something. Let me let me take this to the next level for you uh, along this conversation. So me and James were in a private vehicle discussing robots, and he was saying, "Hey, robots might just take over," and I'm saying, "Not even a chance." I'm an IT guy for a living. It's really hard to bring up systems and make them run. It's really easy to take them down and stop them. So if they get too tyrannical with the robots, we can stop them. And James is like, "Well, you know, yeah, but they might have you know guns and." armor and things where you can't stop them very easy that may be true but it's all an electricity discussion but nevertheless here's what's funny about that james i don't know if you know this do you know what chat gpt is no all right chat gpt is an ai artificial intelligence bot that everybody is using right now that can write articles it can i mean you can tell it whatever you want oh yeah yeah no i have seen that yeah for you all right so i've been playing with this chat gpt and we told it, hey, who is Sam Bushman? And it came back and said, Sam Bushman is a Liberty Round Table Talk Show host, well-known for conservative constitutional views. It was very fair, very complimentary of me, actually. Anyway, I bring this all up because then we said to ChatGPT, write an article about liberty in the style of Sam Bushman. You want to know what the title of its article was? Liberty, the cornerstone of our republic. That's pretty good. And, man, it wrote an article, and I swear it was written by me. It really wasn't. It was written by this bot. But I'm telling you, it used phrases that I use on my radio show and everything. It was shocking. Yeah. It's just incredible. So uh, these bots are getting smarter and smarter and smarter. They'll never take over the world because I know how to take them down, though. But all I'm telling (laughs) you right now is that they're getting intelligent to the point it's it's just shocking. So we read that article on the air. I'll send it to you so you can read it, James. But it's amazing. Yeah, I want to know how to play around with that. I wonder what the bot would say about me. I know it's going to read my Wikipedia article. Well, I asked if it. I said, who is James (laughs) Edwards? And it said, there's several people by the name of James Edwards in the world and da-da-da-da-da. So you got to give it a little bit more information, right? All right, well, we'll see. I, I, I bet it's going to be the ADL bot for me. I'm going to get the, the SPLC bot. Well, but, we can, now, we here's can the, help you learn how to log in and get it all set up and play with it, but it's fascinating yeah. is the point. No, I, ha- I have heard about that. Well, that's the, that's the thing. They are getting smarter. you got to think, you remember regular 8-bit Nintendo back when you know I was a kid back in the yes, 80s? That was like advanced technology. Now look at what they're doing uh, with these games. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, so that's just happened within the course of about 30, a little less than 40 years. So, yeah, give AI another couple of decades and, you, and we'll and see where it's And you also at. heard that Microsoft says now they can take three seconds of your speech and then make a robot speak just like you, right? That, I see. I mean, where are we going so what with I, this? What I kind of said we could do is we could get this chat GPT, GPT, if it knows so much about me, get the Microsoft to take a little bit of my voice. Then it can do the talk show and I can go on vacation. There's only one problem with that plan. You know what it is? I'm trying to get cash, guess. baby. <laughs> oh, they cost them. Oh, you gotta you gotta pay for your own robot. <laughs> hey, I, I I gotta say that the, the robots could help us though. You know they're they're having to shut down a lot of this AI because the AI just takes. It might be too much to get into. I hear the music. Maybe we can come back with this. It's Sam's call. Maybe we can spend a minute or two in the second hour. Maybe not. We'll see what happens. Let's do it. If you got time, James, I'm ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, we the people who turn to God Almighty cannot be beat. Write that down. We win, people. So the goal is now to gird up your loins, to take action, to get on your knees and pray hard and repent, and then stand up and go to work, because we're preparing a nation. That's right, for Christ to return. I testify he lives, he was resurrected. Ladies and gentlemen, God save 
the Republic of the United States of America. 